Hey, it's Larry here, Xbox Live's Major Nelson. Hey, everybody, I'm Ryan McCaffrey with IGN. How's it going, folks? I'm Graham Boyd, Xbox Live's AC Bongos. Hello, my name is David Braben. Um, I'm CEO of Frontier Developments. This is Aaron Greenberg. I lead the Xbox Games marketing team. I'm very excited to be talking with the Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. You are listening to the Party Chat Podcast. And welcome to the Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. Xbox On. Game on, baby! Wow! Hello and welcome to the Xbox One Party Chat Podcast, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I'm your host, our podfather, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by the queen of community management, it's Karina. Yo guys. And our MVGs, it's Reese. Hey guys! <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel offended that I call her the Queen of Community Management? I was like, that's weird. It's community liaison. Li- 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 community liaising? All right, okay. It's like I'm means. lazing about. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, not that I do that anyway, but. <laughs> that's debatable. What, 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 describe to everyone what you're doing right now. What, I'm eating pizza? I'm spinning <laughs> around in, in the room. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm in my eating little like pizza. gaming room, eating pizza, <laughs> recording a podcast, and spinning around in chair. And I'm hoping that the spider doesn't reappear because there's a spider somewhere that I've not got rid of yet. And every now and then it Spidergate. Is the spider still there? <laughs> well, yeah, it appeared in my stream the other day, and um, I don't know where it's gone. And I was there. I've not seen it since. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> uh, he's, he's just waiting. Yeah, so I'm gonna probably burn the place down at some point, but you know, it's the only way to be sure. That, that's it. That's it. well anyway we usually get this podcast started with what we have been playing and so i can interrupt the eating i'm going to start with you karina oh you bastard oh (laughs) put the pizza oh it's all right it's nearly finished um what have i been playing oh i've been playing uh the destiny sequel or sequel expansion pack even uh dlc what is a sequel it's destiny 2 yeah i suppose yeah, I suppose it's following on. So I've been busy playing uh, Forsaken, uh, which I am like way behind on games at the moment. I'm just a bit busy, so I've just been like way behind. But I'm really enjoying it. Um, I like the fact that now they've introduced the bow, so you can just wreck and get headshots and just like own everything. Um, I haven't played in. To me, I haven't played enough to kind of get into the story too much. Um, I got a bit emotional with the the first. The first proper cutscene, and there's that. I don't want to spoil it, even though if you've seen the trailer, you know what happens. And if you've played the game, then you know what happens. Uh, but that was a bit like. I'm fed up with him dying in games. Emotional. And things. He only died. Well, he only died <laughs> once. You can't die multiple <laughs> times. I think he means the voice actor. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> he's, 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 he's getting a bit uh, Sean Bean. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. That, that's a reference for us old people. <laughs> yeah, I, ju- I just nodded along to that one. Sean okay. Bean, he he dies. Like he he even he even was in a video game once and he died. What video game was he? Oblivion. Oh, oh, so he was. Yeah. Oh, I've not oh. played that in a long time. I need to replay that no. at some point. Um, but what else have I been playing? What else did I do? Oh, I've been playing Tomb Raider. Uh, I, well, I say playing. I did a few hours of it. Um, but I, I must admit, if anyone wants to play Tomb Raider, do it just for the fact you can make Lara Croft smile in like the most weirdest of like situations. And I think instead of using photo what? mode for the way you should... So, you know, in God of War and uh, what else does it? Mm, does Horizon... No, it doesn't. But anyway, basically but, you know... every Sony exclusive has to have a photo mode at some sort of... Yeah, but I mean, you can like not a lot of them. Have, um... <laughs> they have to have a girl with a bow, and they oh, have yeah. to have scenes where you uh, like lift up a younger person, like up the top, so they can like help you up or you. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, and uh, yeah, they <laughs> and they need to have a photo mode. Yeah, but I mean, you don't find games these days where you can change the emotion. Like, no. you know, other than God of War, you, we haven't found any others. And in Tomb Raider, you can literally make her smile. Like, she's about to be savaged by, like, this cougar or jaguar or whatever it's called. About to, like, 
basically rip her to shreds and she's just like smiling like i don't know like it's christmas or something <laughs> and, uh, that's great i think you could change emotions and pull uh, like your facial expression for to take selfies in breath of the wild I think. oh possibly i tell you what the best bit is though you can actually play as the old lara croft as in like the original pixelated Tri- pointy triangle boob. boobs yeah triangle boobs lara croft and it lara even i just said laura, lara her original croft. name was laura did you know that what yeah, her original name was Laura Croft, but they changed it because Americans can't say that. Uh, that explains a lot. Laura. Okay, <laughs> we'll just make it Laura then. So, yeah, fair enough. Where's Clay yeah. when you need him? Um, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Laura Croft. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but no, I've been—I literally—I'm just having so much fun, just making her like smile and have weird expressions and like the worst type of places. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. But I wish, I wish I was playing it on an X because it's so pretty. Like it's it's just seeing all the landscapes and sometimes when you have that typical, you know, as you step out into the open and you know, for being in the caves and all you see is this vast like horizon of like either buildings or trees or whatever they decide to be. Um, but no, it's, it's really nice. Uh, I really want to get into it a lot more. There's a section, I don't want to spoil, but there's a section where you go back in history a little bit. I, I not that she's going back in history anyway, but in, um, Lara's time without spoiling like it. Like a flashback. It's a, yeah. Mm, yeah. Kind of. I don't want to spoil it too much because it is a bit of like a, oh wow. Okay. Um. You should go an animus. An anime <laughs> Assassin's Creed crossover. Oh my god, that would be so good. Oh, we could have an Assassin's Creed Lara Croft. That well, would I mean, it. Trinity well, just... is is more or less Abstergo. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh, why don't they? Why don't we just have a massive mashup of all the parkour type stuff and just just shout parkour all the time? Let them run around and we we need a crossover at some point. Faith beats them all hand down. Sorry. Faith. Were you what, mate? <laughs> Metal's Edge. Parkour. Oh, faith. Right. Yeah. Right, I was just like, right. what? Yeah, it took me a second. I wasn't suddenly declaring my walk for a walk and saviour. Delicious cheese. Exactly. Reese, what have you been playing? So this week I have been playing a ton of Onrush that came out uh, uh, part of Games with Gold. I... I became partly addicted, I have to say. Um, it's, it's really fun. For anyone who doesn't know, Onrush is like a, well, it's, it's, it looks like a racing game, but in reality, it's more like a team based hero shooter. Think, think Overwatch. But without yeah. you any. Don't listen, you didn't listen to last week's podcast, did you? No, I, not yet. Did you guys talk about it? Yeah, I've been playing it too. Ah, well, there you go. I, I have been playing the crap out of it, having a blast, raging like there is no tomorrow over, you know, it, it's never my fault, obviously. It's always lag or or my teammates, but um, still, it's it's really fun. Um, and I have also been playing the game of the week, um, which I will talk about mm-hmm. afterwards. And uh, more Sea of Thieves, getting ready for the expansion pack, which was going to be coming out this week, but unfortunately just got delayed until next week. But I would prefer a uh, a game be delayed by a week than be released and be broken. I think everyone can agree with that. Oh yeah. Um, and and also just uh, quite a bit more of uh, Octopath Traveler, which is uh, not an Xbox game, but I had to do a bit of traveling to uh, the PGC, Pocket Gamer Connect in Helsinki, and that saved my life because I hate flying. And <laughs> the Switch is just the best thing to have with you when you when you get on an airplane, I have to say. So, yeah, that's that's. Let's point out, right? So I'm, I'm loving this at the moment, right? Because every every like, week when you said you should get a Switch, you should get a Switch, talking to Karina. Don't. I was like, yeah, I, I but I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. No. <laughs> I know exactly a nice, where this nice is going. No, I'm waiting for a nice I, design. I waited so out. long, so saw, long for this. I saw the design, <laughs> and like, I, I was, I was on Twitter, and Nintendo of Europe made the tweet, and like, I, I saw it happen live because I was on Twitter at the time, and I was like. Yes, Karina, finally! And I sent her the, the tweet right away, and then she was just like, <laughs> I 
I didn't realize that she just bought one. Uh, you know exactly. what the annoying thing is? It was I've not even touched it. I think I played. Um, I turned it on like once to get my friend code, and I don't have any games for it yet or anything. Well, and I've friends. literally uh, because I, I don't know. That is a good point. Um, I will yeah, need I'm to send you that after the. Yeah, yeah, we're doing that after um, the podcast. I need to somehow find the box somewhere. But uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't even played it, and it's out of the like return warranty days. And I was just like, why? I wanted this. I oh, I waited so long, and I finally give it. Like I finally gave in, and they're like, "Bam! Here's a design." I'm like, so when I get paid on Friday, I'm going to go and buy or uh, pre-order a nice design, uh, and then I'm going to take every single selfie of me playing it as I possibly can. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Did you get any time? Did you get <laughs> at least a colourful one? I've not ordered it yet. Not you. I mean, Karina. Uh, what my switch? No, I got a grey one. Ah, my sister does have the Mario Odyssey one though, because she got the special one for Christmas, which is why I was waiting because I was like, "Oh, I just I don't want Joy Cons. They'll do a dock design, did they? No, but they they do do it as soon as I (laughs) bought one. Yes, the the dock has like a really creepy Pikachu. He's like, "How you doing, ladies? No one's ever put that with Pikachu ever before. Have a look. There's probably a good reason for it." Right, enough about switches anyway. Um, on to myself and, and what I've been playing. I, I've also been playing on Rush. Uh, I gave a great shot of the Forza Horizon 4 demo. I haven't done Beautiful it yet. Beautiful game. Oh, yeah. oh, it's pretty. I've downloaded it. Is it is so gorgeous. It. It, on, on my ex, it just looks I've been looking at stunning. screenshots all week on the subreddit of grass. Yeah. People be Wait. taking yeah. pictures of grass. And sheep. Uh, this is the thing. Is if, it is if England. You, if you drive by sheep, you have to shout mint sauce at them. <laughs> Every single time. What if That's you're the a one Welsh rule. player? Do you know they're synchronised? <laughs> the sheep are synchronised. Right, okay. okay, so I'm just... Sheep are server-side. Okay, so, well, I didn't know this. And then, so basically there's a thing that's happened on Mixer where, so it's, uh, to let those that I know, when you uh, stream or watch Forza Horizon 4 on Mixer, you get influence. And influence is this sort of, um, I'm going to say currency. That's probably the best way to explain it. Uh, in regards to, like, leveling up. And there's, like, a Mixer level up uh, of your, like, loyalty rewards. and uh, Tier rewards, sorry. And uh, so, yes, but people have been doing this thing where they, I only spotted say called influence farms, where they just like press and hold the trigger or something. So people like for like hours on end, so streamers can gain like influence and stuff. Um, but anyway, I was watching, I was just watching one and because I just lurk in everyone's streams. Um, and this, uh, this person went and they had a really nice photography shot of like their car and then they had loads of sheep. And I, and then I was watching, and literally all the sheep, which we didn't realise. I don't know if it's uh, getting fixed or we're leaving it because it's funny. But they they all synchronise. So if you ever go on photo mode and watch like a bunch of se- sheep, they all bow their heads and then like put their heads back up in synchronize like synchronisation. Oh, like at the same move at the same time. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying that they were like synchronised on the server, so everyone saw the same sheep at once. Oh. No, I mean like they all move at this, like their heads move at the same time. Okay, that's also creepy. But I was really excited for like <laughs> surface-side sheep. They're still going to get eaten by mint sauce. Yeah, oh, I don't like, like mint sauce. Well, yeah. Can I make <laughs> how many Welsh jokes can I make in an episode? Oh, <laughs> just don't. <laughs> no, don't get Ross died. Hey, my name is Welsh. <laughs> well, I, I, that gives me one, and I've had one, so I'll I'll take I'll take it and take it and go. <laughs> well, um, also, other than uh, that, uh, what else I'm playing? Well, the one game I do want to talk about, really, is Blackout, the beta, this week. Ooh, I'm excited to hear about this. I saw you playing it. Okay. Wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. One word. Better than Battlefield yep. 5? I I love Battlefield 5. I yes or no? I love Battlefield 5. Yes. All right, good. Carry on. <laughs> uh, it is simply the best battle royale game I've ever played. Oh, that's not what I expected to hear from from a public beta. Yes, easily, and it's for one reason and one reason alone. How fluid it is! I can say the performance um, looks amazing on Black. Uh, the beta, beta. Like I didn't play it, but watching you guys play it, like it looked amazing. That's COD. Yeah. COD has always had rock solid sixty FPS. The graphics have always been the worst out of all of the mainline shooters, but the performance has always been the best. Well, uh, to put it in an example, so it's traditional battle royale, circle, getting smaller, looting, and it's simplified in a way 
um, that you know you, you basically get your level one, two, three armor. It's not separated into helmet and body armor or things like that. It's just level one, two, three armor. Um, and your collections, as soon as you pick something up, it automatically gets added to your gun or goes into your inventory. It's really, really fluid. You can do things quickly in the game and move on. And it needs that because it's a much smaller map. Now, the map itself is actually just very smartly reused Kodak um, maps. So you've got Newtown, you've got the, the sort of, like, how can I put it, like, posh mansion house that you get you get the um the asylum which is there you know they've just basically taken previous maps drop and zombie maps as well dropped them as areas in the game and made it into a fully fledged big map and it really works because you get these recognized areas you know that you know your way about because if you played them before you know your way about and then the bits in between the shooting is great so wait, wait, wait. The level f- this this means that like Blackout would play sort of like one long game of Call of Duty that changes between classic maps. Then, well, no, it's in one huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, way, as, like, you, yeah. as you move through the different maps, it's almost like you're you're playing Nuketown and then you change to some other map and then. Well, no, they've expanded on them. Okay. So Nuketown has got the standard Nuketown area, but then there's also additional bits to it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I understand. It's just so yeah, you know they've, they've expanded Nuketown. They've got cool this idea. underground bunker under it. It's really, really smart, but also probably really smart from a a building exercise, considering the amount of time they had to build it. Like, it just works. You jump out of a plane with a, or a helicopter with a wingsuit. You can use that wingsuit throughout the whole game. So, for example, if you're on the hydro dam, you can run off the edge of the hydro dam, deploy your wingsuit and fly to get away from someone. Sounds like fun. It's so fluid, like mirror's edge level of traversal. Because you can run, jump, jump through windows without any hassle. Um, I've played, I've, I've won a solo game and I've won two four-player games. Um, and it was ten straight up to the end. The it's just brilliant. I've I've not bought a COD game in years. Like I mean years. I can't wait for this COD game to come out for this mode alone. It's a triple, as I call it, a triple A battle royale mode. I'm and that's the only way to describe it. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. And I tweeted about it earlier and I think a couple of people responded saying that they agreed that this is the way battle royale should progress. You know, you, you create a mode, games get made from that mode, people enjoy that mode and, and other types of games. And then eventually a triple A publisher picks it up and just turns it amazing. And they're the first people to do it. But now the I'm interested to see what Battlefield do, what EA do with Battlefield and Dice, just to see if they can match this because the destruction in Dice is going to play a huge part. Yeah, that's Battlefield. Sorry, that's like their ace in the hole. Really, is that exactly environments are destructible? No other, no other game has that. Yeah, it's it's just utterly phenomenal, and um, I, I love it. I loved every second of it. I'm, disappointed that the beta has ended and I can't wait to get my hands on it again. Me playing COD, you know me. Yeah, when would weird. you ever imagine me playing COD? No. Like, honestly. Never thought I'd say um, Yeah, so I, I love it. I absolutely love it and, and can't wait to, to keep on playing it, basically. Okay, I haven't played COD since the original Modern Warfare, which I really enjoyed because it was actually unique and revolutionary at the time. Um, should I give this a try? I would say yes, just for blackout. All right. Interesting. Karina, what do you think? Yeah. From what I've seen, it looks so good. Like really, really good. Um I definitely yeah, I'd definitely give it a give it a go. Um I don't know, I I was a bit gutty because I didn't get around to like uh see like seeing black like playing black ops. I, I just watched, you know, uh like I watched Ross and a few others play it. Uh, what I was hearing as well, because I think I was playing Tomb Raider while they were playing Black Ops, just I, I I'm not gonna lie, I did want to jump in and play. I just know I probably would have sucked and I, re- I to be fair, I was really excited to play Tomb Raider. But um I I wish it was on again. I, I do wanna give it a go. 
Uh, I don't know if I'm getting the game. Just because, I don't know, I'm not a hardcore COD fan, but honestly, like Ross says, I can't I can't emphasize how good it looks. Definitely compared to, like, when, I know it sounds bad, but, like, PUBG, like, compared to PUBG, like, Black Ops looks amazing. Wait, I was playing a, a duo game, and then we're pinned down with two two different teams coming after us um, in, in one house, and my partner got taken down and taken out straight away, and I, I basically had to run because I had the two guys moving in on me, and it was in quite a cool city environment, to be fair. It was like, the, I think it's Rivertown or something, there's a lot of buildings close to you. I jumped through the window, jumped in the next house, uh, jumped out the back of that house and climbed up over a bin onto the roof, ran across the bit, uh, ran across the roof and jumped and then hid in uh, a sort of garage area the next way around and they couldn't find me. And all of that was within five to ten seconds. It's the traversal of the game which makes it so much fun. The shooting is fine, it's COD. You're going to have good shooting. The collecting mechanics, that's totally fine. The one thing I will say, it's a little bit Yankee in picking up items that you use the D-pad to filter through them. There isn't really a, a menu system where you can just see it all in the one screen, if that makes sense. So that could be worked on, but that's why betas are invented, to get that feedback. But the traversal, the way that you can move, again, a different scenario. We were um, on the construction site, which is a huge, big, massive skyscraper, and we're getting shot from behind us. The circle was moving in on us, and we had to run. And you literally run off of the edge of the construction site, pull out your wingsuit and fly away and run up the hill. And these guys have got, you know, seconds to follow you. They can jump off or they can make a decision to do it. It's just, it's like living an action movie at every second. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Great. Yeah. I was wondering when Battle Royale would just become a standard game mode. Yeah. You know, like Team Deathmatch and King of the Hill and all the rest. Yeah, well, it was bound to happen. Yeah, well, the talk is that they're even doing it for the, the next COD day in 2019. They've already said, oh, it will be in that as well. If they're really smart, when the new one comes out in a year's time, they'll make this year's one free to play. <laughs> <laughs> and I have all the cosmetic items to sale, for sale. But yeah, it's great. I honestly can't wait for that, for this to come out. Um, but I, I do have a story to tell. Okay. I promised my girlfriend I'm, I was going to say okay. this story. Oh, no. <laughs> Karina already Uh-oh. knows this. But I don't, so. Okay. Oh, that, that makes it even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so. And one other game that I did play on Thursday was the Jackbox Party Pack. Okay. Uh, I was playing it on stream. We're having lots of fun playing with some viewers. And it's always fun playing Jackbox and on your cell phone. I, I really, really enjoy it. I've been playing it for a good couple of years now. But um, on a Thursday night, myself, uh, it's a one night a week that myself and my girlfriend are both off work. And we don't have anything to do the, the next day. We're both off work uh, and on the Friday as well, generally and I don't need to get up early in the morning. So it tends to be that if we're going to ever go out or do something, it's a Thursday night. This Thursday, we decided to drink lots and play Jackbox. But me being me, uh, I fell asleep on the sofa after she went to bed and woke up in the middle of the night in a bit of a daze, not really aware of what was going on round about me. Now, I've not long moved into this house, and the toilet... And my old house was in the opposite end of the building. Okay. So instead of walking into the bathroom where I needed to do a pee after having lots to drink, I walked into my hall cupboard and took a piss up against the wall. Oh, no. I woke up to my girlfriend screaming at me going, Ross, what are you doing? But the funny thing is, because I've not long moved in, I've sort of used that as my junk cupboards. So I've climbed over a chair, some cardboard boxes, um, a hoover, like literally had to scamber over them to get to the far corner. Can you imagine my belief when I woke up standing in a puddle of piss in my whole cupboard, not quite sure how I got there? (laughs) (laughs) How much did you drink? A lot, I'm guessing. No, wait, I wasn't that drunk. It's more just the wake up. When I'm, I'm, I turn into a zombie, if I've had a few drinks and I fall asleep in a place where I'm not meant to be sleeping, I'm a bit of a zombie, to be honest with you. It was more the sleep than the drink, if that makes sense. The drink made me pee. No. 
<laughs> None of that makes sense. Okay. By the way, I promise, I promise that I would tell this story on the podcast so that people can, oh can laugh God. at me. So if you want to um, laugh at me, my Twitter is at our podfather. Okay. <laughs> but Reese, um, you have been playing our game of the week. I wasn't meant to be on this week's episode, so I'm, I'm not. I'm off to EGX tomorrow. So, um, Reese, tell us all about our indie game of the week. Yeah. So, the indie game of the week is, as you said, uh, Graveyard Keeper, uh, which has been developed by the folks over at Lazy Bear Games. Uh, it came out a couple weeks ago. Um, are you opening cans of booze, Ross? No. <laughs> hide your daughters hide your wives and lock your cupboards with corners in them ross is on the piss um so yeah it's by lazy bear games uh and it came out a couple weeks ago Uh, but unfortunately the uh the lineup has been a bit sparse the last couple weeks i think it's because everybody is terrified of um of the big boys coming out very soon uh, not a great time to, to release if you're an indie dev. Uh, so yeah, we went back into the backlog and pulled this one out. Um, and it's it's a, a really, really cute little game, I suppose to describe it as. Um, it's essentially Stardew Valley uh, or Harvest Moon, I guess, because, you know, Stardew Valley is essentially Harvest Moon. Uh, but instead of managing a farm, um, you manage a graveyard. That's... That's it. It has the same sort of uh, cute pixel art sort of graphics, uh, but with a really dark, really dark sense of humor. Um, and yeah, you have to, you know, do the gardening and collect the dead bodies and dig the graves and bury them. And it's you hang out with the people in the town. And it's 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 quite it's quite good. Guys, did either of you actually play Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley? Played Stardew Valley. I lost like. Stardew Valley is my train game. Uh, I have it on oh. Steam. So if I'm on a train for like, well, I'll probably play it this week. Um, for like a few hours, I'll just load that up because it just loses so much time to it. Yeah, it's on Switch too, so be careful. Uh, I was about to say, I've been tempted to get it on the Switch because I, I know it'll definitely be my sort of game just while mm-hmm. you know you travel or whatever, but I'm a bit worried that if I buy it, then, I mean, I don't have a social life anyway, but I, I feel like I just won't <laughs> even, is, that'll be last, it. I, you'd never see the me last, again. The last pretenses are just gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's it's like that, like I said, but with a dark sense of humour. Um, I, I quite liked it. It has... Um, a few rough edges, obviously, because it's an indie game. Uh, there's a lot of systems that are quite complicated. It's the kind of game that you need to play like Stardew Valley or like Minecraft. You need to play it with the wiki open next to you um, to really understand everything. But, yeah, it's it, it's quite good and quite fun. And I recommend it if you guys are... If anyone out there just loves to grind and loves to manage... Uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, this this game is is worth a look if you want something with a darker a darker twist. It is beautiful. Um, does it have a story? Uh, but yeah, what's that? Does it have a story? Does it have a story? Yes, it does actually. Um, a strange story. You are a normal guy and you die on the way home to your girlfriend, and then you wake up in this alternate sort of reality. And every time you try and talk to people about your um, like I shouldn't be here. Um, they they sort of pretend like you didn't say anything. It's kind of weird. I haven't gotten far enough into it to to see if it actually goes anywhere. But you have um, uh, a sidekick who is basically the guy who is the, the the living tutorial, I guess. Okay. He gives you missions and tells you how to play. And he's a, a talking skull. He reminds me a lot of Murray from the Monkey Island series. Um, and yeah, you you just. It's it's the same sort of system as Stardew Valley in that you make your own sort of stories by interacting with the with the townsfolk and they give you like missions and tell you a little bit about themselves and they all sort of have their own schedule. People come and go and you, you can even talk to the donkey that delivers the um, the dead bodies to your house every day. Uh, and there's there is actually farms. Uh, it's not just a graveyard that you have. You have like your house and there's a farm, like I said, and there's uh, like a wheat field and a whole bunch of other areas that you can visit and buy 
Um, there's tons of stuff to unlock that I didn't get anywhere near unlocking because it's just, you know, such a huge game. It's all about, like, uh, yeah, I totally recommend it. Keeping the value of the corpses, is that not right? Sort of. Um, the, when, when the corpse is like, you know, unceremoniously dropped out the front of your graveyard, it has uh, a value. And that value decreases as the corpse rots and it rots over time. So if you just leave it there, it'll just, you know, rot away on the front door. But before you bury the corpse, you need to dig the grave uh, and you need to collect the corpse and move it to the grave. But you can also take it to the the mortuary um, and you can... You can dig around inside. Uh, you can you can harvest meat, which you can sell to the townsfolk. <laughs> oh, right. So um, we all know what they're having for lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it, it, it's all handled with this really sort of dark Monty Python esque humor, um, and 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 you can you know preserve the corpses or whatever, and and you, then you bury them, uh, and you can give them like a nice gravestone. See, not only do you when you get when you bury someone, you get like a uh, uh, like a, a death certificate that you can trade in for cash, but your graveyard has like a value associated with it. And the night it starts off really crappy, uh, you know, really dirty, lots of weeds. Everyone loves pulling weeds in games like this, lots of trees to chop down, stuff like that. And the more that you make your graveyard nicer, you know, build nicer headstones, don't just leave corpses lying in front of the church, you know, that sort of thing, uh, the, the higher the value of the place and the more cool stuff you can sort of unlock to play with. And it has all these these sort of crafting systems related to, you know, masonry and, and, and upgrading your, your graveyard. And that's a Games Pass game as well. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah. So I recommend you give it a try, even even if you're not really sure. If if you're slightly interested in these kind of management sims, just install it. Or you could tune into the subreddit's Twitter, the subreddit's Twitter, the podcast's Twitter this Friday, and we've got two copies to give away. So you might get lucky. That's at Party Chat Pod on Twitter. But let's find out what's been happening in the subreddit this week. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. First up from the subreddit this week is the EA is refusing to move loot boxes in FIFA 18 and 19 despite Belgium's loot box law. Now, we're a positive podcast. We, we don't talk negatively about, about things, essentially. But are you surprised EA's keeping loot boxes in games even though they're obviously coming a, it's obviously becoming a bit of an issue for some governments and local authorities and things like that to mm-hmm. quote a meme mm-hmm. it's a bold move cotton let's see if it pays off well this is going to set precedent isn't it for the rest of the countries like if if yeah. Belgium well not just that for the rest of the EU yeah because Europe basically works on a system of precedent so it's in the entire gaming industry's interest, financial interest at the very least, to make sure this doesn't pass. And uh, depending on your own political opinion on loot boxes, it might be in your opinion that it does. So it's quite uh, quite a heated topic, actually. Yeah. Um, in the same token, uh, another story that came out this week was uh, how bad it is for, for loot boxes or for... Um, Essential microtransactions in the NBA 2K19 series, like it's very heavily motivated by it, and I don't think you know. Hasn't it? Hasn't it always been like that? Yeah. NBA and the FIFA games have always been pretty, pretty heavily monetized. It's oh yeah, I mean the amount of FIFA points that people buy is oh yeah, you know, it's off the chart. I mean to be honest, that probably <laughs> and, uh, well yeah. Uh, that professor, that I'm not going to lie, I've got £40 right pounds put away from my first week's packs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm shocked that FIFA hasn't gone like free to play, like a sort of game. Like, I think, I think the best way that they could do FIFA, just this is just my opinion, is to have it be like a platform, a game as a service that's free. And they just, every year, they just update the roster and add all these cards that everyone loves. They could just have one game that goes forever. Yeah. 
No? You don't like that? Um, no, I get that, but that, that really plays into the loot box idea that, like, was it? Not necessarily. Fortnite, I mean, Fortnite SP could be the 140 million in one month, and that's in pounds, not dollars, okay? Uh, so, you know, we know that microtransactions and cosmetics and things can do well, but these are games which you are paying money for. You know, what? these are games that you're paying up front. So if it is launched as a free-to-play, as you say, and that's what they're doing, that's a revenue stream, that's fine. But when you're paying £50 for the game, and then like me, another £40 or whatever for the, the players that you need to perform because you're not the best player in the world, then... I don't necessarily agree with it, but you know it's more of a story that I think, as as you said, it's going to set precedent in the EU and, and probably beyond on what happens after this with regards to these loot boxes, and it's one to really, really keep your, your eye on. But oh, absolutely! I, I think I for, work for a company with free to play game, two, so it's definitely two <laughs> key for me is, is worse. Me. Okay, because they close the servers down what two years after the game launches. Do they? Yeah. So really? NBA, WWE, sure. things like that, or maybe three years. I can't remember exactly. I know, in fact, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I like my WWE games. I buy them in sale every year. Um, I never buy them at release, but I always get maybe 30, 40 hours enjoyment out of them. I really do enjoy them. I think they're fun. But the server shut down. So if you were to put your hands in the pocket to get a player to play online with, then a year and a half that money's gone. You can't use huh. it again. At least with FIFA, you could go back to FIFA 15, 16 and still use that team if you wanted. The team that you've built. It's pretty bad that they just they just turn off the servers so quick. Yeah, um, because of course it's outdated. They've got licenses. They maybe pay for yeah. player rights and things like that. They probably don't have the choice but to turn that off. Licensed music. Yeah, too, probably. probably licensed music as well. But does, does FIFA have still have like they? I remember a long time ago, back on the PlayStation One era, that the which was the last time I actually ever played FIFA, uh, that their thing was that they had like a theme song every year, um, like a, one or two really cool licensed songs in the menu. Do they still do that? I always remember the Blur song too. One year, didn't they? Yeah, um, exactly. That was like number like in in two thousand and. Two, maybe? 2001? <laughs> or was it even earlier? No, it was in the 90s. That was like 98. Yeah. I think that was FIFA 98. Wow, that was one of the best ones. Although I was an ISS Pro player at that time, ISS Pro 98 is one of the greatest football games ever made. <laughs> 98. Yeah. yeah. That was, I think, Blur Song 2 was FIFA 98. What, what age were you in 98? Sure. Can you know? <laughs> Four. Oh my God. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> or three, depending on the month. But, uh, <laughs> September yeah. would have been... Um, uh, probably going on for yeah. Uh, that's a, yeah. I got me right in the fuels. This one's just like, uh, what? <laughs> what is that game? <laughs> um, no, wait. Uh, they had games in the nineties. <laughs> what you know? What, as I said, we're a positive. We, we don't generally talk about um, relatively negative subjects. In fact, we, we deliberately try and avoid them. But it's more about keeping this as. An interesting story because the precedent is going to serve. So I thought it was it was very worthwhile bringing it up. Very very worthwhile bringing it up. Next story, Will Nine Num. That's a bit of a weird name. And um, even though the Xbox is lagging behind an exclusive department, they're doing great things with Games Pass, Xbox Live, the Phone App, Design Lab, and many other things. They don't get enough credit for everything they do. In your opinion, beside games, what more can they do? So I'm going to ask you both that question. What else would you like to see Microsoft introduce? Hmm. Ooh, introduce? Yeah, that's, hmm. like what more could they do? That's, they, um, did they practically do, it sounds weird, they do everything without, yeah. again, they still come up with stuff and they're like, ah, we've got this. And you're just like, no one expected that, but that's genius. You know, like the adaptive controller. Yeah, like, exactly, I didn't expect that. Exactly. And that is like, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. What would they do? I was so blown away when I when I saw the prototype for that. that oh, I know what I'd like them so to do. Amazing. Portable Xbox. Okay. You mean like a, a Switch style no, thing? Yeah, well, yeah, something I can I can like I don't know, try like at least travel with. Because I mean, have you ever tried traveling with your Xbox and then everything else on top? It's it's not. I great. would never. Although the the X is nice and small, so it's not so bad. 
But yeah, they should do like a portable, or even so you could like, it could kind of be like not a laptop, but a sort of like you lift up something and there's the screen and it's, yeah, I don't know, a Switch, just Nintendo and Xbox merge together, make some sort of Xbox Switch and that'll be me set for life. Nintexbox. Nintexbox, yeah. <laughs> you want to know some trivia? <laughs> Microsoft made an offer to buy Nintendo um, before they made, I believe, uh, before the GameCube. And before the Xbox, Microsoft made an offer to buy Nintendo for the princely sum of, I believe, $8 billion. Wow. Um, That's like two Minecrafts. Yeah, and <laughs> it might have even been more, but I think it was $8 billion. And Nintendo said, Nintendo apparently thought that Microsoft was joking. Uh, that they wanted to buy Nintendo and make turn them into an exclusive uh, software developer for their for Microsoft consoles, and then they said no because they thought they weren't serious. They didn't realize Microsoft wanted to enter the console market. So there's your Nintendo box for you. Hmm. Uh, but back on track. Um, for me, I think I would like to see. Um. <laughs> more more first party AAA horror games because I like those specifically oh, horror honestly, I, well yeah I, I don't like the Sony exclusive um, that's, that style of game really is ugh to me but okay so things I think Microsoft could do better that don't necessarily that I can see are objectively poor or could use work and that's obviously the Asia presence Microsoft's presence in Japan is a joke. Microsoft's presence in China is very small. I think uh, Microsoft could do a lot to improve uh, relationships with Japan because we miss out on a ton of multi-plat games that come out on the Switch, PC, and the PS4, but just not on the Xbox because they, they can't be bothered. And I'm not sure if that's an audience thing because a lot of people I know who play Xbox are like, Japanese games. So it, it, it could be maybe the audience as well. But uh, I also think that Microsoft could do a lot to improve their, um, like how well they treat the rest of Europe. Yeah. Or the rest of the world. Because they, they treat the UK and the US very nicely. But if you're not in either of those two zones you really feel like a second-class citizen. Like, there are tons of features in that aren't even out in Finland anymore. You can't get, uh, like, I, I think, well, first of all, like, the Scandinavian region had to wait more than a year for the Xbox One to even be released. Um, and Kinect never worked in our languages, ever even though we speak English, but uh, they never advertise outside of the UK, maybe a bit in Germany during Gamescom. Um, so there is like, there's like tons they could do to make the Xbox more global. And I think that's one of the main reasons that... <clears throat> lost my voice there. One of the main reasons that PlayStation is so dominant in Europe. It's not because the PlayStation is better. It's just that they treat every country in Europe as if they matter. I would wait. Another game that I haven't mentioned that I've been playing this week is Spider-Man. Um, I, I love Spider-Man. Uh, I've not been streaming it because uh, I don't know. Spider-Man is the, one of the lamest superheroes. I'm sorry. <sighs> don't stop Spider-Man. triggering people. Reese, just, like, <laughs> just don't. That one's for you, Dave. <laughs> you know I'm talking. I'm talking to you, Dave. You know where you are. <laughs> but you know, like... Spider-Man sucks. Like, how are games like... For party games like Kingdom Hearts Remix come to PS4, but not Xbox One. That's the Nintendo. Uh, sorry, that's the uh, yeah, the that's Japan because it was thing. PlayStation I anyway. Yeah, but it's, it's still for party. It's, like I'm surprised it's even like Kingdom Hearts Three is even coming to Xbox because it was it, like it's always been on the Sony side. This is the first mm. time it's ever been. Xbox. I mean, they was on the Nintendo side, but that's because they were like, "Hey, let's get on the DS form for all our like spin-offs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly, which is I... like okay for, and it's coming to the Switch, isn't it? With the uh, the World Ends with You, I which think I need so, to yeah. play because it's the only one I haven't played. That's you kind of like the World uh, Ends with You. It's great. No, and it's like a not kind of spin-off, kind of not because some of the characters were involved with Dream Drop Distance, I think, on the DS. I don't um, know. But um, but uh, yeah, I'm surprised. Like that's the thing, though. It's only it's only just come to Xbox, so yeah. I'm surprised it's not a so like still a Sony exclusive, unless the, they just kind of 
lost Legit, it. I hate right. third-party exclusives. Like, first-party exclusives, you make it in-house, it belongs to you, okay, fine. But I think third-party exclusives is just you flexing with your wallet. Yeah, I get that. Like, I, I can understand Spider-Man, because obviously Sony owned the rights to Spider-Man with the movie division. Mm-hmm. Um, which, of course, Marvel leased from them. But, you know, you can understand why they would make a Spider-Man exclusive game at that point where Spider-Man's popularity is through the roof because of the recent movies and things like that. So I, I can mm-hmm. I can get things like that. But some of the games which are going in that route is purely down to install base and, and as you said, flexing your muscles and, um, and, as you said, the relationship with Japan. I just want good first-party exclusive games and it's it's all I really want and they are making the positive steps with the recent there's, studio there's acquisitions. Of, can I just say that Microsoft gets a bad rap, but we do have tons of good first party oh, exclusive yeah, I'm not arguing on the that. system. I'm, like yeah, I know you're not either, but it just it just bothers me that uh, that everyone says Microsoft's exclusives are no good. Like Forza is so good it makes every other racing game look like a joke. Yeah. Like, the only other games that are even decent is stuff like Onrush, because it doesn't even try to compete. Yeah. Like, uh, Gran Turismo used to be the king, but they haven't made a good game since the PS2. And even things like uh, Sea of Thieves is is ridiculously good because it's so novel an idea, and they're consistently adding content to it that is amazing. And and then you look at Insomniac's last game, which was, although it wasn't my taste, you can understand it was fantastic. It's really weird because I wasn't a huge fan of Sunset Overdrive, but I really like Spider-Man. Yeah, they're quite similar, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. It's Sunset Overdrive is a bit closer to Jet Set Radio, but uh, it's just, I always called it Jet Set Radio with swears and toilet humor. And I guess <laughs> Spider-Man is even, sim- even, even closer, but with less swears and more superhero. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I thought it was an interesting question put to the, the, the subreddit that I just wanted to hear your mm-hmm. your answers on. You know, like, I know it's saying what can we do better. They do first-party games and things like that. I just want the, the console-defining first-party game. <laughs> you know, that way, like, the one that says, want, this is the reason why you're on the Xbox of, One. I want a port of Breath of the Wild in 4K <laughs> on Xbox oh. One. That's what I want. <laughs> like, if we're going oh. all out... I mean, it, it shouldn't be on the Xbox, but, oh, that'd be pretty Yeah, it'd be so yeah, good. That's what I want. Yeah, okay. Nintendo fanboy. <laughs> um, but anyway, like, the, the subreddit is quite slow in stories, and we, we went for sort of 45-odd minutes, so I think that's a good point to, to close off the, the podcast. Now... I wasn't actually meant to be on this week because I'm attending um, EGX along with Karina in the Birmingham in the UK. Um, and if anyone listening to this podcast fancies meeting up with us or whatever, then make sure you give us a shout on Twitter. Uh, mine is at our podfather. And Karina's yours is? At underscore retro crystal. <laughs> I always say crystal. Is that not right? Crystal. That it sounds, sounds like, fancy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like crystal. <laughs> maybe maybe that's like a northern accent. Well, I say northern accent. Crystal, isn't it? <laughs> oh god. But um, yeah, that sort of thing. On the Thursday, when this podcast releases, will be at the industry party, and on Friday, we're actually sitting on a panel talking about streaming um, at 12 p.m. in the Fringe Theatre at GX. I have got zero business being on that panel, but <laughs> Retro, I think you, you're going to talk a lot about that. <laughs> You'll be talking more than me, I think. Yeah, I, uh, I I need to look at what I'm supposed to be talking about. <laughs> I mean, I, the thing is, <laughs> I organised all that. I can't even remember what I meant to be doing. But uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to have us all on the panel on Friday. But uh, we will be doing our meet-up afterwards. So if you are at EGX, feel free to pop down and say hi, because we'll uh, most definitely be about. I'm, I'm so... Like, this is a pretty crazy moment for me. Like, uh, just, just with you, Karina, because... I remember when you came on this podcast in the beginning and you, you didn't stream at all and uh, you, you sort of expressed an interest in it, but you were like, oh, I don't know if I should. And we were like, yeah, you should. Why not? What could go wrong? And you're like, yeah, I guess I'll give it a try. And now you 
are a partnered mixer streamer and you're giving a talk on how to be a streamer like that's that's pretty crazy well done thanks <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, seriously it's it's weird uh yeah no i i get that because like it's it's a bit weird how like uh i must admit the past 12 months have been a bit mad uh if you <laughs> like i don't where i am right now if you told me this like when I, especially when i first started the podcast like uh i just i'd probably laugh and be like what are you talking about but uh but here i am to be uh, fair yeah, your first um, episode was with Rhea. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We dropped <laughs> you in strong. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was probably the best way to do it. Um, yeah, I think so. So yeah. it was <laughs> So Karina, this is the uh the head of Rare and this is the head of their communications. And this is their I'm director. Sorry, it's not big ears. It's, it's, you know, it's not a company that I've been like following for since like years. It's all good. It's all I'm not good. gonna lie. Not fangirling at all. We are have announced it there at EGX as well. Um, and they're doing a live yes, podcast on the Saturday. And I was tweeting at Craig going, you know, if you ever need a guest for the podcast, you know, I'm about in Birmingham at that time. Trying to kind of, weasel on. Kind of already been a guest. I, exactly. Been a guest I just wanted to get one up on Reese <laughs> because Reese has been on the Rare podcast and I've never been asked to be on the Rare podcast. I hope you're listening, Rare. I know you do. Okay. <laughs> never been asked. Last year at EGX, I was saying to John, get me on the podcast. He's like, yeah, sure. I'll tweet you. Never heard from him again. Okay. Oh, you know what I mean. I'm like, well, you're doing a live one. <laughs> the only way to get one up on Reese is if I do a live podcast with Rare at EGX. So I'm putting that all, out here. All the flavors in the world, Ross, and you choose salt. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think that's a good point to end this week's episode. So for another week, take it away, Karina. Xbox turn Xbox. off. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Let's do this. No! 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 Wrecked. <laughs>